Put your hands together. 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 What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out to me. Give it up for Cameron Esposito. For a brief moment, I thought you forgot my name. No, you. you for the briefest of moments. Bit. And may I present <laughs> this one? You just do that thing where you yeah. let the audience introduce themselves <laughs> right, to me. Yeah. Oh, this is the audience, and then I'm like, oh, I'm Cameron. You know when you have? Do you know what I mean? You know the thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. It's a very cool one. It's fun when you can coordinate with somebody when you're yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. can't remember this person's I don't know name, so could you name. please just walk up? You have to take the lead. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Thank oh, you. I'm her wife, Cameron. It's really nice to meet you. She's, they've told me so much about you. <laughs> I forgot your pronoun. I know. I, I do all the time. <laughs> all it's the fucking hard time. to... Straight up, I have never been called she more than after I decided... <laughs> Totally true. People totally are like, oh I've my God, what a gorgeous it. woman you are. What are you? You're Please beautiful. Please go into the women's public restroom. <laughs> Clearly that's where you're supposed to go. Rose petals, rose petals. That is really true. I mean, God, it really damn like, it. changed things for you. I like see that. I see that really hard. It's also funny to watch people co- correct each other in mentions. That's also a thing that's happening. Oh, Rhea's one of my favorite comics. I love her. And like, oh, they're going by they. And then somebody's like, yeah. And then they're just like, it's a long chain of people that know more and more about you. (laughs) They are going by they because they play a certain position in baseball. Let me tell you about it. Here's a... And then it just says, Rhea Butcher feet. (laughs) Furiously editing my Wikipedia page. Wikipedia page. on WikiFeet. Thank you. We are. Which is not a thank you. Thank you. Honestly. Thank you so much. <laughs> My picture on WikiFeet. I'm completely I like searched. how you're pronouncing it, WikiFeet. I have something wrong with my throat. I Sorry. can't tell if I'm sick or having an allergy or if I just, every time you return to Los Angeles, your body's like, I can't breathe this. <laughs> and it tries to shut the whole Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had real head. air for a week. Yeah. You were in Boston. There was a tree. So, <laughs> why are you behind me? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Fine, I'll stand up here. I don't care. Um, how was your Wiki weekend? Feet. You were going to talk about your profile on WikiFeed, though. Let's please end that, and then I'll tell you about it. Oh, week. I'm completely sur- submerged in water with just my feet sticking out. So, honestly, good job, whoever found that specific photo. <laughs> um... Hey, oh, before I, you know what? Oh, yeah, you got I have to do the to thing say. that I yeah. told you to remind me of. And then backstage, Guess I, what? I, you were like, you got to remind you of a thing, but I don't remember what that is. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, it worked, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Uh, very excited. Last Thursday, I recorded a special here in the UCB. I have been working on this new hour that's about sexual assault from the perspective of a survivor. Me, Cameron Esposito, I'm the perspective. Um, I've been working on the hour all, like I did it in a bunch of different cities, all really small rooms, 50 or 100 person theaters. And then um, what we did was a bunch of folks, I'm really very lucky and like pretty floored by the whole thing. A bunch of folks donated their time um, and the UCB donated space and we shot it and I'm supposed to look at a cut of it tonight. So I hope it Whoa. looks amazing. Holy um, shit. And we shot it on Thursday and our total budget was like two grand, um, which is literally just the rental of cameras. So like, that's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to put the special out and then we're going to use it to fundraise for a rape crisis organization. I'm really, really excited about this. I think it's an opportunity to like change the conversation a little bit, shift the lens, and I hope that you will support me. It comes out on June 11th, and are you going to totally buy it? 
More info will be available soon, but I'm really excited about it. 100% of proceeds will, will go to this rape crisis organization, so I'm really stoked about it. Ryan, who produces this show, is going to help me make, um, make the audio sound amazing, so let's hear for Ryan, who's here tonight. But so many folks donated their time and are helping me figure it out, and I'm, I'm really excited about all of it. So, like, because I feel that the conversation that's been happening, it's like, I, I want to talk about the terrible dudes who've done terrible things. I want to know what those things are. I want those guys to be shamed and removed from power. I want all of that to happen. But that can't, that can't be the end. Like, to me, what, I'm, what my biggest problem is that we haven't continued the conversation to center for survivors and talk about the fact that we live the rest of our lives um, after and what the fuck that looks like and what it is like to just, like, continue to be in the world. And I, I don't feel like I'm seeing that. I'm now seeing, like, it's almost it's coming around and we're starting to do, like, the beginning of what seemed to be, like, redemption stories. And it's just, like, the whole time we've well, just been, been talking. it's been a very long six months. Yeah. The whole time we've just been talking about the same clickbaity dudes and, like, when does anyone else get to be important? And so I hope that this could be part of telling your stories, too, because I know I'm not the only survivor in this room or in any room. Cheers. Okay. Wow. Great job. <laughs> it's also very funny. Oh, thank God. It's really yeah, funny. Yeah, it's yeah. like a really funny hour of stand-up it's comedy. Funny. People I are going to like it because it's funny jokes. It's funny. <laughs> Today, a person on the internet, a man, it was. Oh, told I thought me we were going to talk about somebody told else. Told me I was grading. And Papers? I, <laughs> no, with a T. Um, grating. And I oh. feel like I just want to say public service announcement, not to you, but you could keep telling, tell, tell other folks I told you this. If you are going to crit critique the comedy of a woman and you are a dude, you cannot, don't use a word that betrays your sexism. Nobody ever says dudes are grating. That's not a word that people use for men. If you want to say something about me, here are the words you should use. Unfunny. <laughs> a real piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck boy. <laughs> you can use any of those words. I'm sure there's an extended list that I'm not going to name right now. But you can't. Don't use grating. Grating. <laughs> in a high register for effect. But you know who else does that? Pete Holmes. You know who tells Pete Holmes he's grading? Fucking nobody. nobody. <laughs> anyway, I've... What I, you know, one thing I would say about me is, like, I'm not... I don't understand why people have strong reactions to me because I don't... I feel like I'm pretty chill. You're pretty neutral, <laughs> I would say. An easy right pill to swallow for anybody. Like, it's like... I'm just, like, honestly going with the flow. I'm on the flow and I'm going with it. And um, <laughs> I'm like, we're not talking about rape the right way. Use better words, sexists. And this is just stand-up comedy to me. <laughs> so how was your week? Um, how was your weekend? You were here. Uh, it was good. I, uh, what did I do? I mean, I watched a lot of baseball. Uh-huh. Um, cause I had, you know, a real bachelor weekend. Oh so yes. I was just, you know, watching quick pitch end to end. And, uh, one person thought that was funny and that's, <laughs> well, I don't think anybody knows what that is. For what me. is that? Um, well, it's like the sports center of baseball. So it's just like highlights from the day. Oh my God. Of all sometimes the games. you're watching that. It's, it's my favorite thing. <laughs> I support you on your cause journey. Cause it's just like an edited <laughs> baseball game. So it's just all the action. It feels and like I a will, cheat. You agree with that, right? It is absolutely it's a cheat. It's like you watch Game but of Thrones, only... but it's just dragons. Yeah, but I would fucking watch that. No, you're right. I mean, I would watch that too, but they don't make that show because they're trying to keep you engaged. So that right, you, I know. And I, get like I got out of that abusive relationship episode. a long time ago, so... What, with Game of Thrones? Yes. Incorrect. You watched it with me last season. I know, last season, because I jumped back in because stuff is happening now. Yeah. <laughs> we and didn't... I don't have to remember everybody because it's all about the first season, people. So I was like, this is perfect. That's actually totally true. That's real. We stopped it's watching great. for like four seasons. We came back in and all the new characters, they were introduced in all, and dead already. Just <laughs> introduced and dead. Bye. Yeah. Don't care. Lena Headey's still in it? Oh, she is. Yep. Well, guess what? That's, Ooh, well, she's I'm got hair again. That. Okay. Does um, she? I can't remember. Yeah, it's grown back a little bit. And uh, I played baseball. 
That was fun. Uh-huh. Uh, can't get a hit, but whatever. I'm sorry. I'm not hitting right now. So, whatever. So what's that going to do for your, like, trade prospects? <laughs> did I make a baseball joke? <laughs> you did. I thought you that did. was pretty good. I don't think I'm going to be a big trade target at the deadline. I know, the deadline. <laughs> I know about that. <laughs> yeah. All-star game before the all-star game. I- <laughs> is another, we, we are before the All Star Game. Was to say when before the All Star Game, you go, oh, they were going in the All Star Game like this. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs> five hundred. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Yeah. So you were in Boston. What'd you do in Boston? Oh, I was in Boston. Guess guess who else was in Boston? LeBron James. He was in Boston. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, Thank sweetheart. You. Looking forward to another stressful NBA Finals. Why do the same boys keep playing? Oh, it's frustrating. Each other. <laughs> I don't know. They can't figure it out. It's just the same. Every guys. other team is the saddest. Yeah, pretty much. It's just all the Warriors and LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> Every that's, year. Yeah, that's the NBA Finals. I don't Finals. even know the names of the Warriors. There's Steph Curry, I know him. There's Aisha Curry. She plays for them. Sure. I also know about the one with the small neck. What's his name? Kevin Durant? That's who I mean. Guys, the big guy with the little teeth is Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees. That's true. Aaron Judge has very small teeth for the rest of his body. <laughs> if he would just yeah, it's true. But that's it's not true. his fault because he's got an enormous body. Yeah, so what kind dude. of teeth could possibly have grown? <laughs> to be big, to to be big enough. Normal sized teeth, big ass body. <laughs> and it's just, you know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have any other descriptions? I'm of, <laughs> I hear you. Um, other uh, warriors and or calves. I don't know anybody else on the Warriors. I just know that's it. They play through the parking lot from the A's. <laughs> yep, that's true. At the they Oracle, play through the parking lot from the A's. At the Oracle, yeah. And I also Great. don't know anybody that's on the Cavs. Just LeBron James. Yes. You don't know any other no. players. Kevin Love. <laughs> Is that a person? Yeah, you do. That just came into my just mind. Popped right into your face. Is he still play for them? Yeah, but he was concussed. That other so. guy went away. His name was Kyrie Irving. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> he went away. He Where'd went he go? to Boston. Oh, that's why it was a big deal. Yeah, got it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, yeah. I sent you a picture of the cover of the Boston Globe because it said, like, what did it say? Too, Too green. green. That's so funny. Because they were talking about the Celtics not being experienced enough. <laughs> How long do you think it took him to write that headline? I, I don't know. I don't know because I also watched... Zodiac on the plane on the way back. So okay. now I have a really different understanding of the newspaper industry. <laughs> so I don't know how long it took them to come up with that headline. Yeah. Could have been all day because they might have had to go out for drinks in the day. Yeah. Very true. Or Tropicana. try to find the Zodiac or whatever. Ted Cruz? <laughs> now, actually, you know what I didn't do is look up that story because I had never seen Zodiac because I'm scared of everything. And, but I was on the plane and I thought to myself, well, this is a good time to watch this because I can't be sm- I can't be scared of, I might be scared of, first of all, <laughs> they always show, at least there's, there's the always, with the little neck. <laughs> there's always at least one movie on every plane that you shouldn't watch on that plane because it's about a terrible plane crash. <laughs> this particular ride, it was the mountains between us. Oh, yeah. Don't watch that movie when you're on a fucking plane. Don't watch the one where Liam Neeson fights a wolf. Don't watch the one with Tom Hanks. Cast Any away. of them. Yeah. I was thinking of Sully, but yeah, well, both. Sure. <laughs> Can't watch those movies. Terrifying on a plane. So I went... But I could watch those on the ground, right? Yeah. So I went... <laughs> <laughs> 
flipped it. And I watched something I can't watch on the ground because I'm like, well, the Zodiac's not going to come onto this plane. That's a great point. <laughs> this plane doesn't have a basement, so I'm yeah. not scared of it. Right, sure. Roger Rabbit isn't in this basement. Yeah, but then I did get so scared last night when I got home and you were in the bathroom brushing your teeth and uh-huh. I was in our other bathroom brushing my teeth and then I started to get so creeped out. Okay. Yeah, right away. But I just played it off. And did that you was even it? notice? No, I didn't. Well, I always get so worried that there's going to be somebody in the closet. I'm always like, come out of there. That is kind of your whole thing. It's my whole thing. (laughs) Yeah, so anyway, Zodiac was not that scary except for the part where they go in the basement. Always the worst part of every movie. Sure, yeah. Basements aren't great. Terrible. I had a basement as a kid. Did you have a basement as a kid? Oh, yeah. People here have basements. I know a lot of you grew up in California. As you know from Zodiac, not that many basements in California. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but what was the story about Ted Cruz? I didn't go back into the research. I mean, I think it's just like an internet meme that people have... No, but wasn't it that our current idiot president said that Ted Cruz's dad was No, our current idiot president said that Ted Cruz's dad killed John F. Kennedy. Oh, that's the idiotic thing that that guy said. But I think the Zodiac thing is purely a Twitter meme of like just going, Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer enough times that people now reference it. So it's just become its own thing. Wow. Okay. Um, That's what I think. I don't know. Well, I don't like that guy. Yeah. I mean, I don't like him either. Which one are we talking about? I don't know. Trump, Ted Cruz and the Zodiac? (laughs) Yeah. Applies to all. I kind of don't like any of them. I don't prefer those guys. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't prefer them for sure. No. Just no. a funny thing to say about. <laughs> yeah, I literally did not prefer Donald Trump. I will mm-hmm. tell you that for sure. Yeah, he wasn't my I preference. Voted against it. Did you? Yeah. What well, if I didn't? What if I was like, I have to tell you guys something. <laughs> then I would have canceled your television oh, show. Oh shit. Do you guys not live here? That was a joke of literally today. (laughs) Did everybody take a Twitter break today? That's weird. (laughs) I mean, good for you. It's good for your mental health, probably. Yeah, yeah. You don't don't be on Twitter. Absolutely. Number one, definitely don't be on Twitter. Don't be on Twitter for sure. Also, white people, just straight up. Here's a public service announcement. Uh, No talking about monkeys and black people. In an equivalent way. <laughs> Literally ever. Don't do that. Okay? Are we all agreed? Does everyone buy into that? <laughs> okay, great. I think we should also maybe just stop with the Planet of the Apes movies in general. <laughs> That's the real problem, absolutely. <laughs> they yeah. kind of feel like, you know, just an extension of the problem. No, they from are the beginning. You're I mean, totally, you're of, totally you know. right. There's a lot of... There's a lot... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can hear that whistle for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot in the more in the more recent ones. There's a, it's even sometimes more intense. <laughs> Have you seen those movies? <laughs> Don't. I just like to watch them because I like to watch, you know, Andy Circus do whatever. But sure, we can put him somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He could do other things. He can be a black a bad guy in an unlimited number of Black Panthers, and I'm way more comfortable with that. <laughs> Absolutely, for sure. Well, these have been insider Hollywood jokes at the end. Because <laughs> you also had to know who Andy Serkis was. But I assume you all do? Okay, great, great. He's the guy that invented the circus. <laughs> that movie, Hugh Jackman played him in that movie. Yeah, yeah, that was the, really cool. The greatest showman on he earth. Goes, he goes, about the Andy song Serkis. from that was like, remember when it was the uh-huh. song? Was like... <laughs> When they're they're all walking, uh huh. Zendaya, Zendaya's there. She's Spider Man. She's Spider Man. <laughs> you remember the movie where Hugh Jackman is in it, and then Zendaya is Spider Man. <laughs> Next iteration Marvel movie. Yeah, <laughs> but it's about the creation of the circus, starring Andy Circus. Yeah, the it's about Andy Circus, creator, creator of the circus. <laughs> circus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's two Doug Joneses in it. 
I wish that you knew anything about motion cap, both, and recent politics. Fish man. Because what I've done here is I've done a good job. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great work, Cameron. Thank you. Oh man, Ria, I got, I, before I bring up, we bring out our little. first comic, we have to bring out the first comic, but yeah, we do. before we do, I just want to say, I was at, I was in Boston performing at this huge music festival, and so sometimes oh, when sorry. it's a big music festival, <laughs> no, you're fine, I did that. Um, sometimes when it's a big music festival, <laughs> I was going to go between. <laughs> it was really cool, I got to see St. Vincent side cool. stage. great. Fuck yeah! Uh-huh. Got to see Julian Baker side stage. And we're, we're even kind of building a friendship. <laughs> but then I did stand-up comedy, and sometimes when you perform at a large music festival, then not everybody is a fan of you. <laughs> because some of them came to see Eminem. <laughs> who was headlining oh, in, that in day. In Boston? Well, I'm just saying, look, I know, like... You're, I know, like, your moment, and you never let it go. Like, I know that that's true. <laughs> I know about the spaghetti and everything, but... Moms? Yes, that's who's. Honestly, in my case, my dad's. Because um, he was the cook, really. Um, but... I was doing stand-up comedy. I was actually doing very well. I was performing in a hockey arena. I was doing well. And then somebody said, and then I was talking about Donald Trump in a not very pleasant way. And then somebody said, where's the jokes? (laughs) (laughs) So then I had to eviscerate them. I really am incredible at taking down hecklers because I can be very calm and I have a lot of good words. I'm very good at my job. I was strong. I complimented myself, told myself I was doing a good job, allowed the audience to acknowledge that, (laughs) made the audience boo this person. It went really well. Then I continued the rest of my set, but I don't like to do that. It's not fun. No, and it had to be really difficult wearing like skates and shit. (laughs) That was so funny. I was on a Zamboni and I kept being like, turn Um, but then I guess maybe that was the thing that was attention grabbing of that particular day because I'm like on the cover of the recaps (laughs) literally it's like Eminem does fine Cameron Esposito destroys a heckler it's very strange (laughs) what happened and also they they took I will say if you want to if you want to enjoy yourself they took some, there are some attractive photographs of me yelling at a stranger currently published at some online publications in Boston where I'm just like and it's literally like Eminem's cool, we guess he's fine or whatever but like mostly like, wow, Cameron Esposito will fuck your shit up <laughs> very intense okay, well should we yeah, start the show? the show started oh, Rhea, you've been great, let's hear it for Rhea thank you going for Cameron Esposito. Hey, you know what? Great news. I'm so glad you're already clapping because we got a great comic up first, a friend of the show. So happy to have him on the show. Let's hear it right now for Amy Miller. Give it up for Amy. Thanks. Let's hear it for Cameron and Rhea. I would think that Rhea would love the new Planet of the Apes movies because you get to see Oakland destroyed in them, which is the home of the Golden State Warriors, um, which is the basketball team that I like. Um, But I also, it's mostly a hometown pride thing. I also don't really know all their names, but I do know uh, Draymond Green, mostly because he once put his dick on Snapchat by accident. Did anybody see that? Well, I'll never forget it. Um, partially because it was really dry. It was like very flaky, like a straight up ashy dick. And well, I keep it on my phone if anybody wants to see it later. I'll meet you outside. It was an amazing day. Um, I've been having some uh, conflict with my roommate and that's it's troubling because I, I didn't, 
I didn't have a roommate. I lived alone for like almost 12 years, and then I moved to Los Angeles to pursue stand-up, aka ruin my life, and now I have to live with a person. I'm a very solitary human being. I've never understood sitcoms. And like, I'm supposed to try and write them, and I'm like, wait, so like, you think I'm gonna live with people I know and then other people I know are just gonna drop by unannounced sometimes. <laughs> if I know you and you knock on my apartment door without letting me know that you're coming over, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> and then I'm gonna have a talk with you about your boundaries. <laughs> that's really fucked up behavior. I don't, I'm just very solitary and now I live with a person here and it's complicated because we're sleeping together. We share a bed. He's my long-term boyfriend. Um, <laughs> It doesn't make it easier. And he was complaining this weekend. Of, he's like very concerned about how much toilet paper we go through. <laughs> Listen, I'm a wiper from way back, okay? I love it. I like to stay clean. And he says he's like really concerned about the plumbing and the environment. But I'm like, what I hear you saying is... Could you just leave a little bit of pee where I put my mouth? Like, you can tell me if you're a piss freak. You know? And some, some dude was like, I feel like you only tell that joke so you can brag that your boyfriend eats you out. I was like, do you have a girlfriend? He's like, yeah. And I was like, can I call her? And he's like, why? And I was like, I'm just curious if she ever gets to brag. <laughs> I recently made the very bold decision to eat an ice cream cone in public in Los Angeles. Thank you so much. Um, and I walked by this homeless dude and he was like, you really think you need that ice cream? I know. He was like, you're already fat and... I was like, do you know why, sir? And he was like, why? And I was like, because I've been eating food at my house. <laughs> I'm not proud, okay? It's not a good moment for me. But I fucking got him, you know? Zinged him good. <laughs> I am a pretty good person. Um, <laughs> but like... Spiritually, I don't know. Religiously, I'm agnostic, I guess. Is anybody else agnostic? Yes? Okay. Cool. <laughs> I just have a couple of these. Like, that's like sign language for agnostic. Like, ooh. We'll see. Um, it means different things to different people. It totally does. To me, it means I don't believe in God. I don't. But please don't tell him I said that. Okay? <laughs> Scary stuff. Also, I did for so long, I did it so hard and so good, and I did it every day. Every day, I'd wake up and be like, what's up, Jesus? Let's go to high school again. I love you so much. Even though loving me gets, loving you gets me literally no friends at school. Um, I'm going to keep doing it. And I did, I was like very Christian. And in high school, I had a boyfriend who was not religious, and we dated for three years. He was so patient, and we did everything but sex like whatever you're thinking yes um oops god forgot to put some of the butt stuff in the bible um i call my ass my loophole um <laughs> we did everything he was so patient and then uh and but i would ask him every once in a while like hey like is it is it frustrating he'd be like yeah i totally respect your religion but it is kind of frustrating sometimes that we can't just have sex, and I'm like, hey, babe, Jesus is the reason for the teasing. You know what I mean? And, and later, um, I thought my youth pastors were so cool when I was a kid, and I changed my mind. Um, it was like, when I stopped being Christian, it was like getting, it was like getting to adulthood and realizing that you've been taking karate lessons your whole childhood from Steven Seagal. I'm like, Holy shit, you seemed normal in the 90s, but I'm pretty sure you're just a racist with a ponytail. <laughs> Has anybody ever worked in the service industry? Yes? Anybody currently serving? Previously served? Thank you for your service. Okay. Um, 
was a waitress uh, on and off 11, 12 years. I don't know. Back when I had that single apartment money. You know what I mean? Not like now. Um, okay. <laughs> I just got really depressed publicly for a second. Um <laughs> I was a waitress on and off, but the day that I had finally had it, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I was waiting on this vegan man, and like, I'm not here to disparage vegans, okay? They're fine. I got no beef with vegans. <laughs> this so stupid. <laughs> I do think that I've dated vegans. Like, it's no big deal. I just think that they should have their own restaurants yes. and drinking fountains. Yes, um, yes, yes. She's on my side about everything. This particular vegan man came in to this restaurant where I was working in Oakland, California, where I'm from, and he ordered himself a nice hearty bowl of vegan chili. Oh, good. Hungry boy. Good for you. And uh, I put the order in correctly, but unfortunately, the person bringing the food mistakenly brought this man a bowl of meat chili, and he took three bites. Why three? I don't know. You know you don't eat meat. You know it feels weird in your little mouth. Why'd you take a second bite, you fucking tug job? Anyway, he was so mad that the way he decided to deal with this was by picking up a full pint glass of beer and throwing it at my face. I know, I couldn't believe he had the arm strength. And then my manager, Doug, came up. Do you guys know Doug? Um... You know, number one name for all mid-level restaurant managers. <laughs> Fucking Doug gets in my face with his stupid glasses, and he's like, what did you do? What did you do to make him throw the glass? And I was like, you know what, Doug? This job fucking sucks. And I'm only going to do it for like seven more years. <laughs> and probably again in my late 40s, because comedy's hard. Thank you guys so much! It makes me feel very old to hear that just dropping by somebody's house is a very punishable offense. Because in my day, I was really good at that. No one thought it was weird. Is anyone that old in this audience that just like went to somebody's house and was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Man, what a time. What a time that was where you're just like driving around like, oh, my friend lives over there. I'm gonna drive in their driveway, knock on their door, like a delivery person. And the delivery is me. <laughs> you like take sticky notes with you to be like, I'm sorry that you missed me. <laughs> All right, never mind. Anyway, we gotta keep the show going. And this next comic is a friend of the show and a friend of Take My Wife. You might have seen him on that little television show, now streaming on Stars. Both seasons also available on iTunes. Please give a warm welcome to Matt Bronger. Matt Bronger, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm, I feel like a boiled hot dog because I did hot yoga for the first time. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. That. So what? What is? What is hot yoga? Basically, you're in an infrared room. You're uh -huh. in a room that's heated by infrared. And this one, I'd already done a half an hour spin, and then we walk over there, already sweaty. And then I was like a level of sweaty where I just, like, I, every time I put my hand or foot down a certain sure, yeah. way, I felt it was going to slip out from under me. <laughs> so and, do you spin regularly? Yeah, I do spin pretty oh, regularly. Okay, I do cool. spin in like, yeah. in like uh, hit classes and yeah. stuff like that. But like uh, in yoga sometimes, but it's just never done hot. <laughs> right. Never yeah. done hot. Very specific thing. Yeah. They make you drink tapatio first, and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or Louisiana hot sauce. Sure, that's sure. Your they, they get hot on every level. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's crazy. Uh, what have you got going on? Like coming up? People um, find you at. Well, uh, let's see. I just. I. You can go to mattbronger.com for any any dates I have coming up. I'm cool. going to be at. Uh, I'll, I'll be at, uh, be at J JFL Toronto, Toronto uh, this year, and um, I got a new special coming out. Uh, oh, great. We're we're lining up. That's going to be all over a kind of ton of different platforms. Awesome. So that's great. Mm -hmm. Well, everybody, look out for those. And thanks again, Matt. Thank you for having great me. to see you. Great to see you. Yeah. Here we go for Matt one more time. Hey, PYHT listeners, Cameron here. This week's episode is sponsored by Lioness. You know, a lot has changed in the world since the 1980s, like I became an adult after being born in 1981. But for the most part, our understanding of 
sexuality hasn't, especially for folks who have vaginas. That's because we've hardly seen any dedicated research on the matter since then. Enter Liz and Anna, founders of the Lioness Vibrator. They're here to fight the outdated stigmas and societal taboos that have held us back for decades. The Lioness Vibrator is the first and only health tracker for your sex life. With unique technology never before available outside of research labs, you can use self-experimentation, you can work with a partner, you can learn about your own body in a whole new way. Simply use it like a normal vibrator, but sync it with the app on your phone to get new insights about your sex life and have some fun to learn more and take 15 percent off your lioness head to lioness.io slash hands together that's lioness.io slash hands together for 15 percent off go get it yeah matt's one of the awesome people who donated their time on thursday he came in open for me and like warmed up the crowd so one more time for matt one more time for matt. Also, can I just tell you, this is a real thing that happened. There was two, there were two shows. There was a 7 p.m. show and a 9 p.m. show. And in the middle of the 7 p.m. show, the middle, there are, there are cameras everywhere. And there's a filming notice. And you had to sign a release because you were going to be on camera. All this, like, like the things that, that denote a taping. Everybody knew it was being taped. And in the middle of the, it was 8.09. And a gentleman in the middle of the theater stood up and said, I have to go catch the boss. <laughs> and left. <laughs> Which is fucking amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was, it was incredible. I mean, like, I think he really did. Like, I think he really had to go catch the boss. <laughs> He like, really, really did. And I don't know how that happened. That he was unprepared for... <laughs> hanging out until the thing was over. Um, but I took it as a compliment. About how kind I usually am to my audience. That somebody felt like they could stand up in the middle of a taping. <laughs> deliver a reasonable expectation. <laughs> and then ruin the taping. <laughs> and that I would be like, you gotta go home. Do what you need to do. So, I just want to say, wherever that person is, that, wh what were you saying? Yeah. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Were you here? I was here. I thought, it looked like you were, admit that you were going, yes, this did happen. It fucking happened, right? This is a real thing. Amazing, right? It was amazing and hilarious and confusing. It was all of those things. I feel the same way. He also, as you know, left. So I didn't get a chance to ask him after, like... Yes, he did. No, he did. You're totally right. He did do that. He was like, this is going great. He did that. You're right. Good job. You're doing such a good job. I have to go to the bus. Also, like, amazing because, you know, the one thing about living in Los Angeles is that m so many people have experience with, like, filming stuff. So it's, I guess I didn't feel like I had to say to the audience, like, you should stay. <laughs> Did you... Thank you for coming. That was so cool of you for coming, and thanks for coming back today. That's look at what look at how look at what good work you've done. It was, yeah, it says it was all me. Yeah, <laughs> right here. Absolutely true. I abs I give you all the credit. Thank you, friends. Are we ready for more show? Um, I'm just glad that it wasn't somebody... I'm now realizing I have to finish this. I'm just glad it wasn't somebody right here, right? That then... Because you have to, like, cut it together, right? I don't think we're going to show that a person left. But they're back further. It would be very funny. What happened to them? Just cuts back to this camera. There's just an empty... No, there was a person there. Wait, rewind. Rewind. Very spooky special. 
but then a bunch of audience members just actually that's what I should do slow like right this is a funny idea I'm gonna do this one audience member leaves at at the end it's just just an empty theater and you're not even watching it it's not a special it's a piece of paper what did you think you were doing anyway alright friends First, this next comic is a first timer on this show. So when it's somebody's first time on Put Your Hands Together, we welcome them with a resounding round of applause. Are you ready to do that? Well then please, let's hear it from Mike Hanford. Give it up! Thanks, guys. All right, you're having a good time. Yeah. Good, I'm glad to hear it. I'm uh, having a really rough day. No, it's uh, my tattoo fell off. And no, it was a really good one. It was, I loved it. It was sort of a depiction of um, Michelangelo's God and David, you know, where they're sort of reaching across like that. And and it was on my lower back. No, yeah, and it hurts back there, doesn't it? It was David, instead of David, it was uh, Beavis, uh, Butthead's best friend. And he was passing a red, white, and blue bong up to Peter Griffin. And underneath it, it said, this is what it's like when worlds collide, Power Man 5000. And it's gone. It's gone. I was riding my bike today in a very cute little crop top, and the thing just, gone. 4,500 bucks down the drain. Whatever. I'm getting over it. Uh, I want to say right off the bat here, I'm not doing my political stuff tonight. No, no way. My political stuff is way too divisive, so don't get your hopes up. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not political stuff. No. No. I'm not going to do it. I'll do one. I'll do one. I'll do one. You guys are not going to be happy. Uh, you know, Donald Trump is, uh, kind of a dope. All right. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Come on, <laughs> guys, I'm kidding. He's pissed. Don't, come on. I'll do one, I'll do one more. I'll do one more. Is that okay? One more? Okay, okay. You know, some people wanted Hillary to win. All right. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. You know, it's weird. It used to be... Back streets back, all right. And these days it's more like, back streets back? All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Is it me or does every single classical music song end with, ba, ba? Bah. Right? Everyone, go back and listen. Bah. 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 Or sometimes they do it quick. Bah, bah, bah. Hmm. I mean, these are supposed to be the smartest musicians we know. I'll be going back to Metallica. Thank you very much. Do we have any uh, readers in the audience? People like to read? Oh, <laughs> you're pointing to your friend. Oh, you got three books. You like to read, too. Where are your books? I'm a Kindle guy. It's on my Kindle. I didn't have to go there. Well, I was talking to a uh, writer friend of mine. He writes novels. And I was saying, man, it must be really hard to write a book. Uh, because they're so long and, you know, what do you do? Where do you go? And he said, it's easy if you know the ending of the book. You can, all you have to do is get there. I said, that's cool. And I was thinking tonight, if anyone here ever wanted to be a writer but just didn't know where to start, I wrote up a bunch of book endings for you. So you can use these <laughs> if, you wanna, if you ever want to write a book. You can use one of these. And you don't have to pay me for these. They're free. I love doing this type of stuff. <laughs> Put me in the thank yous, maybe. Eh, maybe not. Whatever. <laughs> All right, here's, here's a good book ending any one of you guys can use. <clears throat> no one ever knew what became of the turtleneck trio, but it's said that on a quiet night in downtown Chicago, you can still hear Jumpin' Jack Calloway's sax on that soft summer breeze. There you go. Who's Jumpin' Jack Calloway? That's up to you. 
<laughs> Did he always play sax? Maybe. Ooh, maybe he started playing piano and he's then played sax. Ooh. That sounds pretty bad, guys. But it's up to you. It's your book. All right, here's another one. <clears throat> Surf's up, said Gilroy. Surf's up from now until forever. And with that, he caught the biggest fucking tube you've ever seen and surfed back to his home. Back to outer space. Whoa! The surfer was a spaceman. Could be a title. <laughs> How does he surf through space? That could be a whole chapter. A chapter I might skip, but it could be a chapter. Here's another one. <clears throat> well, I hope you liked my story. And I hope I didn't leave anything out, but hey, go easy on me. After all, I am John F. Kennedy's ghost. <laughs> That's right. This whole time, your trusty narrator has been John F. Kennedy's ghost. Here, talking about my own assassination. How do you like that? <laughs> For a history buff. Oh, I gotta read this to you guys. This was emailed to me from something called the National Association of Textbooks. I don't know why I have to do this, but I have to announce that the National Association of Textbooks just ran the numbers, and they wanted me to announce that the most popular animal to be on the cover of a middle school science textbook is a chameleon. A chameleon. Runner-up, a bug. A bug was a runner-up. If you care about that sort of thing. I do not. <clears throat> Every animal in the jungle nestled into bed. The monkeys in the trees, the hippos in the river. Even the grumpy Mr. Kookaloo the cockatoo was ready to sleep. It had been a long, hard day, but it was worth it. All the humans were dead. I don't know, I don't know about that one. I don't know, maybe you can spin it into something good. Or maybe you spin it into something bad. All right, here's one. <clears throat> Picasso set his brush down. You know, he said, maybe this cubism stuff ain't all it's cracked up to be. I was thinking the same thing, chuckled Van Gogh. I was thinking the same damn thing. And with that, they both laughed. And then they sighed. And then they made love one last time. <laughs> that... <clears throat> hmm... That shouldn't be in here. That, that's something I'm working on. It's, it's good, but guys, it's getting long. It's getting real long. Um, I have to get going. <laughs> but before I do, I just want to say, uh, I got to plug something. I know this is not cool to plug something, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, a really good friend of mine is starring in a movie this summer, um, so if you could go out and see it, that would be awesome. It's a really big deal for him. Uh, it's called Mission Impossible Fallout. It comes out in July, and he'd really appreciate if you guys showed up. Uh, I gotta go. I gotta catch the bus! Thanks, folks! Thank you, everyone, America! Put your hands together, audience. We have two final comics left. Are you excited? what I thought. You guys keep it going for another friend of the show. We love it when he comes by. I said keep it going. <laughs> keep it going. Keep it going. He's one of my favorites. He's been opening for Tignataro all over the place. Give it up for Greg Barris, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming out to the show. <laughs> so much going on in the world. It's such a good time to be alive. So much going on in my life. Like what, Greg? Let's just get into it. I am working on myself. Is anyone here trying to better their life in any way? Working on themselves in any way? 37. I'm going to call 37 people. Everyone else done. Everyone else is maxed out. I'm working on it. I'm taking singing lessons. Thank you very much. Learn how to, thank you. I'm learning how to sing this song. Can't live. You guys know it. I'm taking Spanish lessons. Thank you. 
taking piano lessons. The plan is to sing the song in Spanish while I play a surprise toast at my ex-girlfriend's wedding coming up. <laughs> Very excited about it. I'm also taking Krav Maga. Lots happening. Um, lots happening. My parents are working on, on themselves. They're both retired. Thank you. And uh, they're both more bored and poorer than they thought they'd be at this juncture in their life. And now my parents have become Uber drivers. <laughs> that part used to be funny. And now it's just sad. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to make it funny. My parents are Lyft drivers. <laughs> My parents got real political. I don't like to get political, but they did, and now they're Lyft drivers, and they do it together. My mom drives while my dad just rides along. <laughs> my dad is 79 years old. He picks you up asleep and drops you off asleep. <laughs> there is very little difference between a sleeping 79-year-old man and an old dead man. <laughs> It's like, is there a dead guy in the Uber? Well, you never took an Uber before. <laughs> I know sometimes there's a dead guy. <laughs> I'm not a mook. <laughs> he might wake up for a second to give you a little piece of life advice, like, one day you start dying faster than you're living. <laughs> that means that my parents could one day take you wherever you're going. Is that where you're going? Uh, it says on the app. I know, I know, but where are you going? <laughs> you going on a date? You didn't bring any flowers. <laughs> you got a dog? We got a dog named Piper. He's a Jack Russell Terrier. <laughs> He's had diarrhea three nights in a row. <laughs> we used to have another dog, Phoebe. But the Lord works in ways we can't always understand. We can't see his big plan. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Uh, you like guns? You like Trump? You like black people? This is your stop. <laughs> Give us five stars. Um, what's happening? I'm getting older. Thank you. We're all getting older all the time. At the same time, we're all getting older. One day I'm going to be dead. One day anyone that knows me is going to be dead. One day those people are going to be dead. One day people that know you are going to be dead. And those people are going to be dead. And those people are going to be dead, 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 dead. That's the part of my set I like to call. <laughs> Two ways I know I'm getting older. One is I used to audition for stuff out here like hipster boy. Little hipster boy with purple little cheekbones. Caucasian boy. And now I'm auditioning for stuff like hipster dad. Old dead hipster body in the river. It's been 30 minutes. His family stopped looking for him. He was mostly eaten by coconut crabs. The other way I know I'm getting older is if you go to a cool bar or club at night or a park and you walk at the right place, professionals will walk by you and they'll whisper in your ear, they'll walk by and they're like, Coke, Coke, smoke, heroin. <laughs> now the same professionals walk by and they're like, Coke, Coke, smoke, smoke. Custom medical orthotics. <laughs> Custom orthotics. We go out back to the alley. I make a mold of your foot. <laughs> Send it to Canada. Six to eight weeks custom orthotics. Got a solid clap right there. Thank you. Um, something else I've been working on or that I've been wanting to work on is I want to do, I want to just turn this into a lasso, a lariat, if you will, like a perfect hoop. And I'm doing jokes and I've got a perfect hoop going on and the jokes are happening. I never talk about the hoop. I never acknowledge the hoop and the hoop's perfect and I'm just like doing punchlines like through the hoop like I step through the hoop every punchline like punchline boom and then hoop and then punchline and then punchline boom I never talk about the hoop and the hoop's awesome and amazing on its own but the jokes are also totally amazing and I keep thinking if I just keep trying to do it it's just gonna start to happen like oh you know I put uh, I put 300 hours in and just started clicking just started making sense I was there the first night the hoop worked. We were there. We'll never forget. 
just. Um, but making a lot of friends out here in Hollywood like you do. Uh, I, have a, I have a new filter for new friends because there's too many of you. Of you. <laughs> Stop trying to be my friend. There's a lot of people. And so my new filter is, can you handle a lone bee in your immediate environment? If you're freaking out over a bee, we can't be friends. People freak out. They go full blast over a bee. A bee wants pollen. A bee wants to protect the queen. It's not like, I want to murder a human today. I'm going to find the one that's allergic. And I'm going to kill myself killing them. It wants pollen. It does a dance sometimes. People are like, a bee! Get it away from my baby! You don't want to split a check five ways at brunch with that person. Credit cards. We're all doing credit cards. My dad's got a lot of Hollywood tips. And um, one of them is that if, uh, if you don't have anything going on Monday through Friday, weekday, what you're supposed to do is get a dog, walk it around Beverly Hills all day. Sooner or later, someone's going to be walking their dog. Your dogs are going to become friends. If they're in Beverly Hills walking their dog, they probably own a home in Beverly Hills. They're probably a producer. Your dogs become friends. That's how you get into a movie. <laughs> also, the same thing with tennis. Play tennis. <laughs> All right, that's it for me. Thanks a lot. Have a good night. Greg Ferris, hold up here! It's time for our final comic tonight. Y'all ready? That's what I thought. And guess what? It's this comic's first time on the show, so you know what we do when it's somebody's first time on the show. Right? Yes, exactly. We give them a huge, warm welcome for Remy Yusuf! Hey, PYHT listeners, Cameron here. Now, if you like Put Your Hands Together, you probably also like Who Charted? Hosted by comedian Howard Kremer, he brings on his funniest friends to discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Recently, he's been joined by Natasha Leggero as a co-host. You might know Natasha Leggero from things like Another Period or My Friendship with Her. In fact, I know Howard, too. These are nice people. They're also very funny. They can talk about everything from mumble rap to new country music. They've got guests like actor and writer Ben Schwartz. I also know that guy. Comedian generally and Kate Berlant. I know those two. And Earwolf's own Paul F. Tompkins. Hey, he's a personal friend of mine. So listen to Who Charted on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Funny. This is, this is so twisted up. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Greg. Oh, I did it. I did it. I did it. Great work. Thank you. Good job. I, Robert was very funny. He yeah. did a great job. Yeah, Everybody was, was very funny. funny tonight. It was a great show. It was a great show. Robbie made me think of the only thing I really don't like in porn. What's that? Kissing. She's I'm a real serious. Pretty woman of porn. Very mad. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, I didn't pay for this. You don't have to do that. It's not what I'm here for. Stop it. Move your heads away from each other. I well, I'm gonna have to turn this off. If your heads aren't away from each other, well, you can put your head somewhere else. Sure. <laughs> oh yeah, I hate when they kiss. Disgusting. All right. <laughs> Rhea, you yeah. were great. Let's Thanks. hear for Rhea. Let's hear for all the comics you saw tonight. And for Cameron Esposito. We will see you here next week. Bye. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together.
This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.